0: now it's time for spotlight on business where every week we put the spotlight on a different local business so you can find out how they serve you and the community now from michiana's morning news it's laura smith
1: welcome to spotlight on business i'm laura smith and every week we highlight area business people and uh, store owners and all sorts of different kinds of people who are truly making their lives in the community. And I am so grateful to have here my very own personal realtor. When I moved here two and a half years ago, I bought my home in Elkhart and it was recommended to me, not by one, not by two, but by three different people. Oh, you have to go with Nick Weiss. He's really, really wonderful. And uh, truly uh, I, I, trusted them. Some were family, some were friends. And uh, I had an incredible experience buying my home, um, which started the whole process. started online during COVID while I was in New York and Nick Wise was here, of course. And um, he just took me through the process, the whole thing. We did it online together, every aspect of it from, from perusing properties to signing contracts and closing the deal. And it was just all around a wonderful experience because Nick Wise is so experienced at Remax max results and he is also the president of the Elkhart County Board of Realtors. He knows just about everything that's going on and has a past, present, future and we really need to have someone guide us because... It's so tumultuous, it feels right now, not in a bad way, but in in a lot of different ways from what happened last year with a huge boom to what's going on right now with interest rates. So, Nick Wise, it's not for me to talk about. This is your expertise. Let's let's dig in today. Thank you so much for being on Business Spotlight again. And uh, tell us, we're going to talk a lot today about the interest rates, which I think have scared people just a little bit, right?
0: Well, a little bit for sure, and I want to thank you as well for having me on again and for that wonderful introduction. I really do appreciate that, Lord. You know, I enjoyed working with you, and uh, yeah, I love what I do, so I think that probably showed up. Um, yeah, you know, when we talked last time, we did talk about interest rates, and I thought, I don't want to come on here and be the interest rate guy that's always you know talking about the same thing, but they're really still what's on the top of everyone's mind. Um, as you're probably aware, the Fed just bumped the Fed fund rate three-quarters of a point again. Uh, Some good news actually in that as far as the housing market goes, it it hasn't directly affected the housing market as much as we thought that it might. So while rates are up, they're actually the 30-year fixed mortgage on a conventional loan, which is America's most popular loan, actually averaged 6.95% this week, which is down from 7.08% one week earlier. Uh, of Why course. is that? Well, so it's not a direct effect. the The federal fund rate actually doesn't control the housing market rate. It's it's set kind of independently, uh, and it's really what banks are willing to loan at. So there's a lot of different factors that that come into play as far as what the actual rate is that goes to the eventual consumer and the home buyer. But as you mentioned, it's still I say those numbers, and I'm like. When we look at last year at the same time, the 30-year rate was actually averaging around 3.09. So, yeah, it it is a significant increase. Um, And, of course, when those rates go up, it affects buyers' ability to purchase, and it affects their willingness and their spendability as well. So it definitely takes its toll and, and has its effect on the overall market.
1: But there are still buyers out there. Do you think that some of them are still buying because they're thinking to themselves, oh, my goodness, this could get a lot worse We don't want to, you know, miss another great window. So let's jump in at, you know, six point whatever and and hope that uh, that's going to be, you know, lower than what it's going to be, say, a year or two from now. Is there any of that psychology going into it, do you think?
0: Oh, I think absolutely there's some of that. And I think the overall expectation is that rates probably will continue to rise. Um, As we talked about last time, really, as long as inflation is still increasing, the need to to keep interest rates higher is going to to be a fixed thing, and, and that's probably not going to stop anytime soon. So I know for, you know, we can, again, look at that evidence we just talked about. People that are looking to buy a home, if they wait, there's a very good chance that they're going to end up paying more as, as their monthly payments because that interest rate is probably going to increase for a set amount of time. Now, it's not going to last forever, and, and we talked again last time, and I do want to hit that again, that, uh you know, you marry the home, but you date the rate.
1: And tell me about that, because I was trying to figure it out again this morning, and
0: I didn't really get it. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so if you find a home that you love and you're in a position to buy, we don't want people to be scared to do so. And, and when we say the date the rate part, that's basically saying, okay, well, I may not love paying a 7% interest rate right now. The expectation is that eventually, because these things are cyclical, those rates will come back down. Um, you know, a lot of the econ- economists... Economists that I listen to have predicted that rates will probably come back down sometime around this same quarter next year, and uh, the rates that they're quoting us are probably going to be somewhere around four and a half. So we may never see the the three percent or even the sub three percent rates, you know, that, that we had during the uh, the pandemic era. But we are going to see rates pull back down. That's the expectation. And when they do, there's always the ability there for the buyer to refinance. Get those rates back in line with where they want them to be, and lower those monthly payments.
1: Now, here's a real non-educated question. Um, most people know this, but I don't. Um, so, if they come down, even if you bought or got bought your house at, when it was in at six point three five or whatever, and and it did go back down, does that mean it's adjusted? Or don't I? I was under the impression that once you got a mortgage at a certain rate, it's at that rate for the
0: 30 years. Sure, and there are a lot of different loan programs that are available out there. A lot of people right now are actually using 5 to 1 adjustable rate mortgages because of that expectation that rates will go back down. And right now, by using that adjustable rate mortgage, they can actually get a lower interest rate. Actually, uh, the last time I checked uh, last week, those rates were actually at 5.5%, so quite a bit lower than a 30-year fixed. And again, the reason to do that is because of the expectation that when they come back down, it doesn't matter that they've got this adjustable rate, because you can refinance. So that's that's the hope, and that's the plan for so many people right now, is to be able to have that opportunity and that that open relationship with, with their mortgage to be able to take it as it is for right now marry the home that you love, get yourself in there, and then make that adjustment when the rates adjust themselves.
1: Okay, got it. And so, but likewise, if they are to go up, does yours also go up?
0: Well, that's, that's the, the risk reward, I guess, with doing some of these things. You know, when you have an adjustable rate mortgage, yes, they can go up. Now, there's many different lending practices and, and policy changes that have taken place since we had our uh, experience back in the late 2000, you know, seven, eight, nine era when, when there was a different lending practices that were in effect. Now, those rate increases are capped. So there's there's only incremental changes that can occur, and, and it basically protects that home buyer from getting themselves way over their head. So when they're going into this right up front, they're going to be able to see, okay, here's the potential in three years for my rate to go to this. Is that still a number I'm comfortable with? Okay, maybe I want to take that risk, maybe I don't. But th- that knowledge is much more laid out now than it has been in the past.
1: So you just have to work with, who do you work with for that, like, a first state bank or someplace that's doing mortgages for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and OK. OK. Very interesting. And and so I guess that it, it, in general, then it's still not a terrible time to buy. I mean, the overall takeaway is that. It's not a terrible time or are you really seeing because you're out there, are you seeing people that are delaying their uh, idea to purchase right now.
0: Well, that's a great question and actually some of the data that we just recently got in was was a little bit stark and, and surprising in, in as far as the first time home buyers which are a very important demographic. So, we actually just had 26% was the data that came in. That's the share of first-time buyers, which is the lowest since the NAR, which is the National Association of Realtors, since they began tracking the data. That was the lowest percentage share for first-time home buyers that we've seen. And we saw the age, the average age of the first-time home buyer rise to 36 years old, which is an all-time high. So, we're seeing some pretty interesting developments in that. It's it is what that tells me when I look at that. It says it is keeping some people out of the housing market. And really, you know, there's there's other fantastic data out here, and I don't want to bore people too much with numbers, even though I really love the numbers. Um, for example, the percentage of people who used financing to purchase a home is down to 78%, which is 9% lower than it was just last year, which means more and more people are using cash, and they're using the equity that they built up from being homeowners in the past. So really what that boils down to is less people available to buy, the people who are maybe working up that process to, to have a down payment, they're doing it a little bit slower. And really, again, that comes down, it directly ref, reflects the interest rate increases. You know, For example, at today's rate and today's prices, the monthly mortgage payment of a median-priced home is almost $1,000 higher than it was one year ago. So that, yes. that is a significant amount when you're talking about monthly payments.
1: It absolutely is, especially when there's inflation in all of your consumer goods and you perhaps not have have not gotten a raise so you add all those things together i want to talk about too when we come back you know for people who are opting to rent um, in the in the long run, whether or not that's still not as good of an idea as buying, even if interest rates are high and even if people are afraid. My guest is Nick Wise. He is the president of the Elkhart County Board of Realtors and a realtor himself, my own personal one at that, um, which is how I got great experience with him. He's with Remax Results. And you can find him on his personal website, nickwise.com. And Wise is spelled with a Y, not an I. So it's Nick with a C, -C N-I-C-W-Y-S-E, nickwise.com. When we come back, more Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith.